This AutoConverse podcast is brought to you by Ask Auto. With Ask Auto, you can get help finding the best car for you and your family, communicate with dealers, list your vehicle for sale, and get a free vehicle market report, all while protecting your privacy with our free Shopper's Shield. Find out more by going to autoconverse.com slash askauto. That's www.autoconverse.com forward slash askauto, O-T-T-O. And thank you. I had been looking for another Honda Pilot, and they're a little hard to find. Uh, and uh, Mike was able to find me one. And uh, I was very impressed with Mike's uh, professional service. Uh, I, too, am in sales and self-employed my entire life, and I'm still working. Uh, And it's about relationships, building relationships with people and service. And uh, that's what caused me to come back the second time to talk to Mike. And when somebody comes back a second time, that means you're you're happy with the service you got and, and you're coming back to get more help. Mike was extremely transparent and service orientated and did in fact find me my next Honda Pilot. That was John, an auto shopper in search of a new Honda Pilot, but not just any Honda Pilot. John was after a unicorn. He wanted a previously owned Pilot from 2015 or older. Why? Because he likes the body style and he wanted a CD player. He also wanted particular colors. Mike, who you didn't hear talking, but who you will hear from later, was helping John find this unicorn Honda, which he did, but not from his dealership. Which is partly what makes this story special. A car salesman helping a customer get into a car from an entirely different dealership. That's how Mike is. And you're going to meet Mike later in today's episode. We will get to hear the entire story and what's special about it and how Mike was able to use the situation to benefit his new annual car giveaway charity, a great new cause Mike started this year called Mike's Rides for Lives. From Autoburst Media, this is Autoconverse. Hey, we got a good show lined up for you today. Oh, well, I'm a Game of Thrones nut, so that's, that's, that's my jam. The robots are listening. The robots are listening. All right, welcome to this episode of the AutoConverse podcast, where we explore people, ideas, and technologies that influence how we are connected and the way we get around. I am Ryan Girardi. It is great to be here with you. And as you heard me saying, I got a great little story lined up. We got Mike Columbus, who's been on the show, been on the podcast a couple of times before. Mike sells Hondas out in Seattle. Well, he sells more than just Hondas, but he specializes in Honda. And the clip you heard was John, one of his customers who had come to him uh, to find this rare Honda Pilot. And Mike helped him get it, but it wasn't at his dealership. And John ended up uh, buying that car, but he felt he uh, that Mike deserved some credit for that. So he gave Mike a tip, which Mike ended up Uh, donating to his new charity, Mike's Rides for Life. So we're going to share that story. It's a great conversation. It was a 
It's a good feel-good conversation because, you know, there's a lot going on in this world right now that doesn't feel too good. I mean, seriously, over the last just couple of weeks, the vaccine mandates is has blown shit up, as far as I can tell. Uh, this is a serious point of contention, not only for U.S. citizens, but people all across the globe. Uh, in France last month, you had over 160,000 people protesting across the country against a bill requiring everyone to have a special virus pass to enter restaurants and mandating COVID-19 vaccinations for healthcare workers. So think about this. St- statistics show that about half of healthcare workers don't want to get the the vaccine. So now hospitals are and states are thinking that they have to mandate that healthcare workers get vaccinated. So look at this from a healthcare worker's perspective. They've gone a year and a half through this pandemic, helping through this pandemic, helping people without vaccinations. And now they're at risk of losing their job unless they get vaccinated. Tell me that's not messed up. You got places like New York City, for instance, where restaurant owners are now being expected to police patrons about their vaccine status. And universities are placing sweeping mandates and restrictions on students related to the virus and being vaccinated. And in some states, we're even seeing partial lockdowns again. Go look at uh, Australia. Heck, New Zealand just locked the whole country down because one person had a case of COVID. This is what's blowing me away. There's this misunderstanding that contracting the virus itself is the problem. No, the problem is morbidity. You know, I heard a statistic the other day that said one in eight people over the age of 65 with existing health conditions, one in eight would be expected to die from COVID. So if you're not over 65 with pre-existing health conditions, let's just say you're a healthy person under the age of 60, there's, there's over a one, there's less than one 50th of a chance that you are going to die from COVID. So if all this mayhem going on over such a low statistic, right now you're more likely to be struck by lightning than you are from dying from COVID. We need to understand this. And I know people out there understand this. I know that the majority of common sense people in this country understand what's going on and are not buying into this. This isn't about being anti-vax. That's not what this is about. All for the vaccine. This is about choice and freedom and the way that this country was set up. That's what this is about. And we have a lot to fight for. And I hope you're one of them because I certainly plan to be one of them. Let's get back into some mobility tech and connectivity news. What I'm going to do is going to, I'm going to play the news clips from the previous show where I had Mike and John on. And then after those news clips, we'll go ahead and play the rest of that interview. So thanks again for tuning in. Enjoy the show. And one reminder before I go, text the keyword autoconverse to 855-766-7585. And we'll send you a link to subscribe to our YouTube channel And every time we do a live show, you'll get a link to that show as well. All right, here we go. Let's get into some headlines. As I was saying earlier, Sweden must pay $1.6 billion in Bitcoin to a convicted drug dealer. Check this out. So... The drug dealer had uh, 36 Bitcoins. This was in Sweden when when he got convicted uh, and sent to prison. And at the time, they were worth about $137,000. Well, this was two years ago. Now the price of that Bitcoin has increased 
Like, let me close that ad there since on the page. And the government authority now has to return the remaining 33 Bitcoins. So they sold the three to even it out. But now the remaining 33 they have to return is worth almost $1.6 million. Fancy that. Pretty wild story. I thought I would share that. Uh, Nice little interesting piece of news there. Uh, Moving on. China has passed sweeping data control law. Uh, to impose strict control measures on the private sector's handling of personal data. This is something that we are challenged with here in the U.S., obviously, with big tech, TikTok, Facebook, Twitter, you name it. Um, So they're building on an already expansive crackdown on the country's tech sector sector that has literally rattled uh, global stock markets. So here's what we got. The personal information protection law passed through the Communist Party's ceremonial legislator on August 20th, just uh, the other day. It will require organizations and individuals to have a clear and reasonable purpose to collect, use, process, transfer, trade, provide, and publicize other people's personal information. This is according to uh, the National People's Congress. It also requires companies to obtain individual consent before collecting their personal data. And all this takes effect on November First, it lays out strict requirements for exporting data of Chinese user users outside of the country. I'll just add a little bit of excerpt here. Can't say I disagree with the party's direction on getting on cracking down in this direction. It's something we are challenged with here in the U.S. Obviously, is is how big tech uses our information. Uh, as we know, technology has completely surpassed, if not broken, regulation laws. Uh, and privacy protection measures. So pretty interesting story development, and uh, we'll keep an eye on that and, of course, see how that impacts folks here in the U.S. Uh, moving into connectivity, uh, we've, 5G has been rolled out, coincidentally, during the, this uh, global pandemic. 5G suddenly quietly became a thing in our world. But AT&T and General Motors want to set benchmark for automotive connectivity by bringing them to select model, uh, model years uh, starting in 2024. And the new announcement uh, is partnering with to put millions of vehicles in the U.S. over the next decade. Uh, the fifth generation cellular architecture will create a high performance 5G core network that delivers a new standard and it will usher in the next chapter of connected driving. So I don't see as much development around connectivity as we do, say, around electric vehicles, which we cover a lot, and even autonomous vehicles. Uh, so this is a, a big development, and 5G, is it's, it's, it's coming into our vehicles pretty quickly. Speaking of autonomous vehicles, Baju unveils Level 5 self-driving. That is the highest level. Level 5 is fully autonomous, uh, autonomous uh, vehicle driving. So if you've ever seen, say, Minority Report, which came out, I think, back in what, 2000 and early 2000s, 2001, maybe. Uh, those vehicles that you saw floating around in the movie were level five autonomous vehicles. And so Chinese technology company Baju uh, has unveiled its first fully autonomous vehicle this week at the World Conference in Beijing. So maybe level five is, is really coming here, coming here after all. And finally, in the news, what about this chip shortage? We're going to talk about that in a little bit. But automakers have been coming out. They've been closing plants for two weeks here and three weeks there. 
Toyota just came out there cutting global production now by over 40% due to the global chip shortage. What does this mean, folks? What it means is what you're seeing today might not change anytime soon. If you drive by franchise car dealerships right now, you'll notice that their lots are particularly empty. Uh, it's because as we as we see, they can't get these cars. That's creating an increased demand for used vehicles, which has jacked the price up. We've been talking about this for the past couple of months. And with this chip shortage, uh, this doesn't appear to be changing anytime soon. So a lot to consider uh, if you are looking to get into a new car. But I will tell you this. If you got a car sitting around that you're not using, no matter what shape it's in, but especially if it's running and operable and you're not using it, now is the best time to sell that car. Go to your local dealer and uh, see what they're willing to offer for that. You'll get a good, you'll get a pretty penny for that. But these are not going away uh, anytime soon. And on that note, why don't we take a quick commercial break to learn about a new service to help you sell your car. If you've been paying attention, you may have noticed a subtle shift in car dealer ads on radio, TV, and the internet. For decades, car dealers have all screamed about having the lowest prices on cars. But nowadays, car ads are mostly telling you to hurry in for top dollar on your trade. We'll buy your car whether you buy one of ours or not. And that nobody pays more for used cars than Big Bob's Ford store. Nobody. At Vehicle Hero, we rescue your sale by making things as easy as one, two, three. You give us details about your car, we search our network, finding local dealers who want your model, work through their bids, eliminating everything but the best offer. And you walk away happy without any of the inconveniences of used car sales. Selling your used car doesn't have to be full of drama. Vehicle Hero gets you paid with no settling, no switcheroos, and no stress. Find out more by going to autoconverse.com forward slash hero. That's www.autoconverse.com forward slash hero. And thank you. And now for my conversation with Mike and John. Here we go. Enjoy. So it all started last year with uh, COVID and being closed for a short time. During the closure of our dealership, uh, there were still those who had essential needs for vehicles, which we were able to service and help primarily through the end of March and uh, the entire month of April. And um, because of seeing and recognizing that people need transportation for various reasons, sometimes we take it for granted, but still other times people need it to either get to medical treatments or to a job that's essential. A firefighter, I had the opportunity of helping over in Tacoma uh, purchase a vehicle so they could get to work. Um, and, and all of this through the year, uh, as difficult as it was, I ended up wanting to give back to the community here in uh, Kitsap County where I live. And you're going to give back by exactly how? I well, kind of said it, but I want to hear you just dis describe it. So what I thought I could do was take a little bit from uh, each car sale that I make and put, put it toward a, a special fund strictly designated uh, for Mike's Rides for Lives. And so I've worked that out with the accounting department here at the dealership where uh, $30 from every sale goes in, into a special fund that uh, will be released to me in December. And hopefully sometime in December or early January, 
we can uh, provide someone with a free car. That is really awesome. And so you've got the dealer, your, your dealer group is seven or eight stores, if I recall. We have uh, 15 different franchise stores. Okay. So you had to get some buy-in from the dealer group on that. Right. Which you did. And then you put together a board of advisors, correct? I did. Local community um, uh, influencers, those who are, are known and well-respected in the community, uh, I wanted a CPA to handle the financing because I, I really didn't want uh, much to do with that. I, I wanted pretty strict accountability. Uh, we have a banker who is a vice president, mortgage lender who's a vice president, and um, we even have a selection committee. So my idea is not to have any influence at all in the selection of the person, but uh, to truly make it a community event where the community and community leaders are involved in the selection. So you're not going to be part of the selection. Is it, is it like a random lottery drawing that, or like how will people qualify to be selected? Well, it's again, going to come from those in the community who are aware of, of needs. Uh, a few of the board members are already involved with make a wish foundation uh, we have another foundation here locally that provides transportation for those that can't afford to get the medical treatment. So it'll come from a, a selection process of people who are known uh, to have a need. Okay. And is it go? Is the charity going to be uh, restricted or limited to people in a, in your geographic area? Not necessarily. Okay. So um, so anyone in the U.S. could could potentially qualify. Yes, that's right. Okay. Um, so if someone's listening today and they're like, well, I, I need a car and I can't afford it, I, I'd like to be considered, what, what should they do? Well, they can contact me. Um, I do have an email address, which I set up, which is Mike at Mike's Rides for And uh, they can contact me and we could put them in contact with the person on the board who is responsible for selection. OK, so there's going to be a little bit of a relationship there. As yes. far as okay, um, and the but the board ultimately will 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 be the decision make the decision makers on that. Selection. That's correct. Yeah. Okay. Can you share where you're at now? I mean, you've been working at it all year. We're eight months into the year. Well, we've had some very uh, generous donations. Um, uh, one of the local banks contributed fifteen hundred dollars. Um, I had a customer who um, contributed five hundred dollars. And I was just talking with John here, who's next to me, who graciously gave me a, I would call it a tip of $300. And John said that he would like to donate that to Mike's Rides for Lives. Just to jump in here real quick, the clip you heard at the very beginning of the podcast was John talking about how Mike was so helpful on, on him finding that unicorn Honda that he was looking for. So we're going to pick up where that part of the conversation left off from the beginning right here. So you did I have not to tell you, Ryan, that I didn't have the pilot he was looking for. Right. Well, we're going to get in that. So for, for starters, you didn't know Mike prior to starting your search for, for a new car. When was this, John? No, I didn't. I did not. And when did I, this process start? I would say July. Yeah. Well, it was July 6th when I bought the car. So probably June, June, okay. July. Yeah. So this is all very recent. 
all very yes. recent development and you started searching just from a technical standpoint do you remember how you came in touch with mike did you was it through his website was it through the dealership's website well that goes back to relationships because there's another person in my office that mike sold a car to and so in the discussion between uh, the individual in my office another associate uh, that's how i came to to find mike okay so there was a referral there best form of advertising as we all know yes That's great yes, so he yes. was he had already passed the litmus test because he was referred <laughs> by someone that you trust love right. hearing that so yeah. you started talking with mike told him what you need started that process you came back a second time well let then, me just interrupt yeah you chum in mike Go ahead. so third time, when, when he came in the first time it was like no, no way are we going to find this vehicle john it was just a, a rare unicorn vehicle that he was looking for a specific year, uh, nearly specific in the mileage. The, the killer was the color. It had to be a light exterior and light interior. And, um, but I tend to be relentless and continue to try time and time again. And that was why I think John kept coming back because yeah. he, he knew I was really trying to find the vehicle. I wasn't just, blowing them off and telling me it, it was impossible. Yeah. And were you looking for a new pilot or a pre-owned? Pre-owned. Okay. Pre -owned. So what yeah. year, what you wanted a specific year? Well, yeah, it had to be below 2016 because the design of the car changed in 2016. So I didn't want to go beyond the 2016 body style. You wanted 2015 or older? Yes. Okay. And you said light colors on the inside and outside. And outside. And then you, you what was your mileage limit that you? Oh, had? 75, 85,000. Okay, under 85K. So that's the unicorn vehicle. Yeah, all right. And then, and Mike, why don't you, you finish the story? Because it ended up not coming from your dealership. No. So <clears throat> I began looking, uh, of course, what? Well, for what I had here in, in our autoplex, we have about 500 used cars, but just couldn't find anything that matched what John was looking for. So I did go online, started looking uh, through various websites, but primarily car gurus and um, found a couple. I think you, you, you nixed off, right? The second time you came in. Yeah. Uh, but, I think the third time I came in, he did find one that met all the criteria. And in two hours, I had a deposit on the car because it took seven months to find it. Right. So I basically bought the car over the phone. With the dealer that Mike found it on. Yeah. You put a deposit on. And where was that? Where was the car? Well, I would answer the question this way. Uh, because you probably don't know the Pacific Northwest, but it was in Southern Oregon. So uh, we went down, we drove down the very same day to the dealership and it was probably, uh, probably a five hour drive to, to the dealership. And uh, it all transpired in 24 hours. Uh, you say we drove down, not you two. My no. wife. Yeah. Okay, you my and your wife. wife. And I, yeah. Because I mean, wife. Mike. Mike's the kind of guy that would do that. He'd hop <laughs> yeah. in the car with you. Yeah. No. no my wife and I went down. Uh, it, it, it. 
I refer to it as a miracle when when things when everything gets right, it all falls together very quickly, and all you got to do is act. Write yeah. the check. Yeah, and yeah, and it did fall fall uh, or, or come together, not fall together, yeah. but came together very nicely at the end. And and once we knew we found the right vehicle, um, John just acted on it like he said he knew he'd have to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah you can feel it sometimes. You're like this is it. Yeah. Yeah. Got to go get it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you got the car. Yep. And, but you didn't buy it for, through Mike and through his dealership. Right. Um, but you felt like you needed to do something for Mike. So you, you, you gave, I'll let you, I'll let you uh, to explain what you decided to do. Well, let, let me just explain from, Fine. from my perspective. So I came down from a Saturday meeting and um, our uh, person, our vehicle upgrade program, uh, handed me an envelope and she said, this was from, from John. Well, Saturdays tend to be quite busy, especially after yeah. a meeting. And I kind of put it in my briefcase and forgot about it for a while. Until <laughs> Maggie, who's my vehicle upgrade specialist. When you say a while, are we talking days or just hours? Days. Days. Yeah, it was a, a couple days. And then uh, Maggie came to me. She said, you know, John really wanted to make sure you got that envelope. I think you, you need to open it up. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it had cash in it, and I didn't just want hard it bills. Get, yeah, yeah, I didn't want it to get lost. Yeah, and it was a very generous tip, I would say it was. Yeah, in my business, we call it a finder's fee. I, I'm in real estate brokerage, and yeah, we call that a finder's fee. In auto, we call it a bird dog fee. <laughs> yeah, but it was generous, and I appreciated it. Whatever. But I, I thought I could put it to better use than just putting it in my pocket. And so you approached John and said, hey, what would you think if I... Well, that was just before the show, actually. So uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to surprise John a little bit. Uh, John didn't even hear of, of Mike's rides for lives until today. Yeah. and uh, But I would like to make this donation in his behalf to Mike Rides for Lives. Yeah. I think it's a good, a good way to go. Uh, I agree. It's a very feel-good story. I, successful people always give back to the community. It's just, it's just what we do. We, we appreciate and we are successful because we give back. You, you got, it's a two way street always. And it always starts with a relationship. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's a, a rule out there. It's called the golden rule. Right? There you go. Yeah. Do unto others as you would have done for yourself. What a great story, you guys. And and I just tickled, you know, Mike, that you coordinated for John to be here and, and share this. And, John, I don't know if you get on live shows or podcasts much, but... Um, I think John you know, said this is his first time. Yeah. yeah, on a live stream. Okay. Yeah. Mike, you're well, coming a long way on this stuff, too. Well, Ryan, yeah. I, I'll tell I you... I'm a good coach. I'll, I'll tell you my <laughs> level of uh, technology... I'm having trouble getting the CDs loaded into the new car <laughs> CD player. I've done it three times, and for some reason, they don't go into the library. I have to have a little help. Are you sure it's a CD player in the car? Because a lot of cars today <laughs> yeah. don't have CD players. Well, that right. was the reason why the 15 and B before. Because you wanted the CD player? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Yeah. that was one of the criteria. Yeah. 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 It's a beautiful car. It, it really is. What it color is, is it? Silver, silver, and a very light, very light silver color interior. 
Well, the pilot is a good car. Whenever I see them, I, 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 uh, you know, I, I'm always like, that's a good car. I think my, I actually think my stepdad bought a pilot within the last year and he's really happy with it too. They have a very good reputation. Yeah. It's a good yeah. car. Well, gentlemen, awesome to have you up here and sharing the story. And, uh, you know, Mike will obviously take some, take some of this conversation and we'll get it featured on your blog. And do I have the, um, the domain, right? Mike's rides for lives.org. That's correct. That's correct. Actually, no, Actually, no, it's not correct. No? It's mikesrides.org. Mike's Rides, no for lives. Okay, so we're fixing that on the fly. This is the beauty, oh, wrong, beauty of doing your own show. There you go. Mikesrides.org. And then w- that's going to g- redirect to your site w- uh, very soon, within the next week, and w- you'll have all the information for people about the, the uh, annual car giveaway. Right. We can also be found on our Facebook page, Mike Rides for Lives. That's right. Go on Facebook and, and search for Mike's Rides for Lives. All right, gentlemen, thanks so much for being here. Great to have you. Nice job today. And John, thanks for sharing your story with us. Thank nice you, Ryan. To, nice to meet you, Ryan. Thank so, you. And there you go. Great story, huh? We need some more feel-good stories like that. Uh, head on over to MikeColumbus.com if you want to meet Mike and learn about his new charity. I do believe the domain will be up and ready soon as well. You can go to mikesrides.org. That is a wrap for today's episode. Thanks again for tuning in. Remember to text the keyword AutoConverse to 855-766-7585 and get subscribed to our YouTube channel and uh, tune in for the live shows once in a while. We'll send you a text uh, every time we do the live show and uh, you can watch it either live or you can watch the recording on your phone as well. I am Ryan Girardi, and for my Doge holders out there, hey, to the moon. This is Autoburst Media.